this is Genoa. It's Yusuf. And this is in Entertainment. Hey, what's up, guys? February is here, and we are a full steam ahead with our stories with Black folks in it. Um, and this one, uh, we're actually going back to 1987 with a retro one. Uh, with a retro, well, she wasn't retro. Well, I guess she was. She came out in the 80s, right? Uh, with a retro comedian. <laughs> came out in Yeah, I, well, this movie was inspired um, by Beverly Hills Cop. And there was a hot new black actress on the scene who was also a comedian. So they they gave her um, her own cop movie. Um, and we are speaking uh, uh, about Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the movie is Fatal Beauty. It's definitely kind of, it falls into the 80s movies obscure a little bit. Um, because when you think of a Whoopi Goldberg, it's like, oh, Color Purple. Actually, yeah, so it actually just came out after Color Purple. And based off of the strength of her performance in Color Purple, Purple, uh, yeah, they, they're like, hey, you know, want to want to do a cop movie? Right. Well, she did Jumping Jack Flash, where she oh, plays right. a computer complete computer programmer. Yes. After the Color that. Purple, which is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing Fatal Beauty because I think Hulu suggested that I watch this movie, so I was like, sure, I'll I'll watch it. Oh, you uh, never seen this. I ha- I know I had never seen this. No, because <laughs> you know what? I get Fatal Beauty and Burglar mixed up because because they're basically the same, yeah. except she's a burglar in one and a cop. She's in got it. right. I think Burglar like Bob was Bobcat Goldthwait was with her and Burglar. burglar. I think. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because I was like, it was one with Bobcat and one with Bobcat. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, no. Is he is he in Jumping Jack Flash? Or is he in Burglar? I thought he was in Burglar. One second. Yeah, he's in Burglar. He's in Burglar. Yep. All right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this movie dropped October 30th, 1987. Uh, and so we wanted to watch movies on the tubes, boot tubes, TV tubes, television. Uh, going from five to one, we were watching Growing Pains number five. Golden Girls number four, uh, Cheers number three, uh, number two, Different World eighty seven, and of course the Huxtables is holding it down. Uh, and <clears throat> the song, all right, this is eighty seven. Okay, you want you want to crack at this eighty seven? October of eighty seven. Yes. Okay. Let's- all right. All right. I was, I was going. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. So this was fall eighty seven, and it was a, a major music video dropped from this artist um, from their follow up from their mega hit album. Is it bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the bar. I, I remember this because I remember it like it, it, we didn't have social media back in 87, guys. So, you know, we were like, call each other. On the phone, like, hey, you know, Michael Jackson's new video dropping at like seven o'clock. All right, okay, I'll call you when it's over. Back, click. All right, MTV, right? Okay. Now, Bad 
was a music video directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> okay. That's how dope Mike was. He would get people like Martin Scorsese to do his music video. Um, and back in the day, you know, there would be like music videos was like a fix, right? Like, especially for the big artists, you know, like your Prince, your Madonna's, your Michael Jackson's was like, all right, they're about to drop a new video. We got to get on it. And, you know, when that came on, like, it was all like just bananas, like the subway, the dancing subway, you know, he had the lever, you know, and, and, and him and Wesley Snipes arguing on the subway. Because remember, this is Wesley Snipes' like debut, because uh, he was like the bully friend, you know. Oh, yeah. you, ain't, you ain't bad, you ain't bad. And uh, so, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> 87. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking, well, let's see, 87. I feel like that was also, uh, I would, I think I would have been in, in my mind, I want to say that's also the year that Bon Jovi living on a prayer came out. But I actually think that was maybe the year before. Um, yeah, that sounds like about 86 ish. Uh, yeah. Or early then, 87. <laughs> Yeah, maybe early 87. No, I feel like that was fall of 86. Uh, Because I I think that was played at my school dances in sixth grade. (laughs) Nice. Um, But then in 87, I would have been in seventh grade. So my mind immediately went to Salt and Pepper, but I don't think they ever were the number one song. I just wanted them to be the number one song. Yeah, because I think Push It was like 88. Oh, I thought I thought it was 87. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of them. Yeah, 87, 88. Yeah, never was 86. What was it? 87? I don't know. All, all that 80 oh, years. We are both wrong. It was 86. It was 86? What? Okay, so the year before, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we just had so, so, so much great music in the 80s. The MTV generation. I love it. Yeah, and Living on a Prayer did come out in 86, according to the internets. Okay, cool. So you were jamming to Living on a Prayer and Salt Pepper. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was It was before I had discovered, like, The Cure and Depeche Mode and The Smiths. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, oh, really? It was before, like, 86... 86, yeah, I still wasn't. I was, I was definitely more of a Cindy Lauper girl than a Madonna girl, but uh, none more with that. I, I was, de- I was very much into Salt and Pepper, uh, and not so much into Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I know, sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, after Thriller, like. Like, he, yeah. He, like, yeah, because that's when, you know, he was, you know, doing the Pepsi commercials, again, it's Jerry Curl burnt off and all that stuff. <laughs> the infamous Jerry Curl burn. Uh, yeah, he was, he was everywhere. Um, so what we have in October, wow, that's October. Okay. So Fatal Beauty in October is dropped. Yes. So Fatal Beauty, it is about, um, 
Rita, who's played by Whoopi, um, is a tough narc cop with a wig for every occasion. <laughs> drug high seen with several bodies and hardly cut fatal drug. Fatal beauty, she finds a crawl construction van with a dead crawl employee in it. Who is crawl? I like that. I like that. I mean, yes, but outside a drug high scene with several bodies and a hardly cut fatal drug. It's kind of confusing unless you know what the movie is about. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I love I, like how they leave it as a cliffhanger. Who is Crow? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like let's let's watch on and see who's Crow. Right. So for all the kids listening, back in the 80s, before we had the internet, we couldn't just Google coal construction Mm -hmm. to find out who Kroll was. So she had to do some, uh, a little bit of investigating, Mm -hmm. going out and and interviewing people and everything to find out what is the situation. Exactly. (laughs) The fatal beauty drug. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the story, let's just talk about who is starring in this. We have Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, we have the amazing Sam Elliott. Yeah, amazingly uh, young looking Sam Elliott. Yeah, but but it's so funny. I, so I, so this is actually on Amazon. It's not on Hulu. I think the reason why. Amazon suggested this to me. It was because the night before I had watched a, a Sam Elliott movie from 1974 mm-hmm. uh, or 78, yeah. where he, when he still had brown hair um, and a brown mustache, mm-hmm. called the the lifeguard, uh, about a man going through sort of a midlife crisis. Should he stay a lifeguard or should he get a real job selling cars? Um, spoiler alert, he kept the job as a lifeguard and decided selling out wasn't for him. Uh, and plus, I'm sure having like bikini clad women running around, like, you know, helps yeah. the decision a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great because Sam Elliott was in like swim trunks the entire movie. Um, <laughs> he was very attractive. He has like this when he has brown hair, like a, a magnum PI type of feel to him. Now, was it long or was it kind of like? Uh, no, it was short. It was short. Oh, really? Yeah. Not as short as it is when maybe it, it was shorter than it is in this movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he, yeah, he was rocking. It wasn't like, like shoulder lift in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He had like the, the 80s pretty hair. <laughs> yes. And okay. It's figure with So. So his character in his movie, he was he was working for one of the 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 head of construction, right? Like he was like the he was the, the security guard for for coal construction. Right. Um, but it turns out that coal construction is also potentially the head of a drug cartel. That's peddling this. New drug called Fatal Beauty. Right. Uh, it turns out Fatal Beauty isn't Whoopi Goldberg's character. It is the, <laughs> the drug, which honestly, I kind of like when you look at the, the poster, you 
you kind of think that Whoopi Goldberg is Fatal Beauty, mm-hmm. not that the drug is called Fatal Beauty. Ah, yeah. So I, so, yeah, they clear that up in the movie very quickly for anyone concerned, uh, <laughs> and that that is because they show the movie starts with with like the dead body, uh, and there's little drug packets everywhere that are stamped with the the brand name Fatal Beauty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, dropping dead left and right from taking Fatal Beauty because there is a knockoff Fatal mm-hmm. Beauty. And you know it's a knockoff because it's not stamped correctly on the baggies. Exactly. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, I think you mentioned you know kind of the 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 fatal beauty Beverly Hills cop had a parallel, you know, kind of with the story beats. And actually, it starts off sort of like Beverly Hills cop because you know, beginning of Beverly Hills cop back in Detroit, he was shaking down, you know, uh, this truck that was selling cigarettes, like literally. And in this one. You know, Rizzoli was like shaking down someone to get to the drugs, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, you see, there's a little bit far story beats between Axel Foley and and Rizzoli. Except, you know, it would have been an interesting crossover. Yes, it's not too late. It's not too late because Rizzoli is still in L.A., right? I mean, Axel Foley could easily come back to L.A. or Beverly Hills for some kind of whatever and come across Rizzoli and like, oh, hey, what you doing here kind of thing. (laughs) That would be pretty awesome. Yes, yes. Um, and, And this movie really does follow the same sort of um formula as the first Beverly Hills um in that you you have the the black detective um in all these sort of silly scenarios in Beverly Hills there's the two white cops that come in to sort of soften things in this movie we have Sam Elliott to come in and and sometimes save her but she's sometimes saving him they become a little bit of a it becomes sort of this weird buddy cop movie Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. um i think in the original script there was also there was supposed to be a love scene between Whoopi and sam elliott but it was cut from the movie which i I appreciate um i don't i they i i have an issue with the i don't know if it was the writers or the the dressed the costumers or whatever, but they kept putting Whoopi in these scenarios where she was supposed to be sort of uh, a sex worker or <laughs> like a naive girl from the Midwest in town looking to make her way in Hollywood. But they're always putting her in these dresses that are supposed and, and wigs that are supposed to make her be undercover. But the way she like walk. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was hilarious. Always, always threw it sort of off, and I wasn't sure if 
they directed her that way or I, I, I think I, you know I think I think that's what it was I think that was intentional because it's like she it's, it seems like she don't want to be undercover it seems like she didn't want to like like be the person in the dress to do this thing I think given to her own devices she would just bust in and just like you know bust heads and don't have to be on the cover. This is like the beginning, like she have a wig, but she walking down the street like <laughs> like she's about to knock somebody out. She don't have a yeah. sexy walk. Um, she no, no, she doesn't. But I feel like doesn't she walk the, the same way in Ghost when she's the all dressed up as the fortune teller? I, I gotta rewatch that. Because all the scenes I remember her like sitting down at the table. I don't really remember her doing a lot of walking. But I do need to rewatch that though to see. Yeah. You may be on the stuff. But yeah. <laughs> but, or, the, yeah. Or, the, or the movie where she's a nun. I feel like that might just be her walk. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna, walk. We're, we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll go Google Go Whoopi Goldberg walk because I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> the whoopee walk. What's the whoopee walk? <laughs> but yeah, but if that wasn't intentional, then like it was a serendipitous thing, at least for the Rizzoli character, because she's so, her character is so no nonsense and so like, you know, you call me a bitch, I'm going to knock you the, the fuck out type, you know. Like, you know, like, it's like there's no room for subtlety with her. <laughs> okay. I just want to get shit done and like be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like the end of the movie, similar to Beverly Hills, there's a big shootout at a big house, isn't there? Uh, no, no, no. This is the mall. Oh, it's the mall. It's the mall. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. It's like uh, the strip. I don't know. It was a weird. Is this it looked like? Was it the, like the Grove? It seemed like this is the Grove or something because they all of a sudden go into. It looked like a huge Walmart with sporting goods and right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is an interesting like set here or mall. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and one thing I, I I definitely like to highlight. Okay, to me, what Whoopi Goldberg, yeah, with her character, yeah, there's this moment. In uh, in the movie, where she talks to the Sam Elliott character about you know why she got into like you know law enforcement, and she gives this story about how she used to be a drug addict. This whole monologue. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like when she like went into that monologue, like I I. I I kind of got some allergies in the eyes because she delivered it so like just vulnerable and powerful. Like I didn't expect like her to deliver something like a uh, like a monologue this poignant and heartbreaking in like this movie. <laughs> the middle of this movie, yeah. But like between the color purple and and that little monologue there, you can see like. She is an amazing actress. Oh, yeah. Like, keeps getting given these, like, sort of crappy roles. Um, I mean, she 
in, in Ghost, she's absolutely amazing and won an Oscar. She was nominated. Did she win the Oscar for that? Yeah, she got the Oscar for Ghost, yeah. Yeah, so she just, I feel like she, they kept typecasting her as these, after Jumping Jack Flash, they kept typecasting her in these silly roles where she really does have much greater depth and breadth that she could have done um, but was maybe held back because she was a comedian or maybe held back because she was a black woman in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, who knows? <clears throat> I mean, but I mean, but on the flip side, I mean, for, I mean, but then again, it could be like, Hey, you know, like, you know, my, my comedic peers, you know, they doing action comedies. Like why not me? You know I mean? Right. It could, it could, it could, <laughs> On the flip side, it could be that. <clears throat> and like I said, you know, I and I appreciate that she even like she at least like was like, hey, Eddie's doing it. Why can't I do it? Like, you know, it, it, like all all my black dude comedians, like they jumping into it. I think I'm just as funny and just as successful. Like, shit, why not? I was just, I was in a Steven Spielberg movie. I could be in a action comedy. Uh, so you know, like God bless her for at least saying, hey, well, at least let me try it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> good point. Good point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Um, she is being, I believe she's, she's reprising her role in, um, the Picard Star Trek series, yes! which is super exciting. Guys, uh, yes! Yes. So yes. I, I will watch the second season for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Q's back. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> and and Q did the snap before yeah, anyone was, else yeah. did. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so if you know those references, then welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, like let let your Trekkie flag fly because there's a lot of stuff in the Star Trek universe that's been done that when this over in other like stories or IPs or something like that, like, oh, that was cool. Like, eh, you know. <laughs> yeah, but somebody else did it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the ratings for this movie are sit on the sofa and watch it. Uh, have it on in the background while you're doing other things around the house or F it. I don't need to watch this. I'm going outside and taking on the crazies. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I give it a, well, I give it the second. I, 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 I put it on the background. I mean, like, yeah, it's not, you know, like, like you say, you know, the, the, the script was very kind of like, oh, let's let's see how we can copy, you know, another like successful kind of, you know, cop comedian buddy cop type movie um, to the detriment of Whoopi, because like I think if they would have like gave her a more original, a more kind of innovative you know, story like buddy cop comedy, I think she like the story, the, the movie could have really prepared you know, um, nothing against because I mean, Whoopi is the person that you keep watching it for because she definitely do her thing throughout. She, you know, she definitely have she definitely have the attitude. She know what's doing, and if and if anything, watch the monologue. The monologue she gives 
like I said, I never thought I I was Miss Di when she was dropping. I was like, why is she doing this to me in this movie? <laughs> like this is insane. Uh, but yeah, put on the background. I mean, you know, support my sister in the '80s, but I just wish they would have put a better story behind her because she deserved uh, like a, a beefier, you know, movie in my opinion. Yeah, I feel I I would agree with everything you said. Um, you know, if I want to see Whoopi in in a fun '80s movie, I'm gonna go watch Jumping Jack Flash before I watch this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I want a wisecracking cop type movie, I'd probably watch Beverly Hills before I watch this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the monologue that's that's good. It is hilarious to see Whoopi changing all of the outfits and wigs, and when you see her desk in the police station. She has like a shelf of wigs behind her. Uh, it's just, she's definitely like maybe the only woman on the police force. And so she gets to dress up in all the different crazy outfits. So sort of, sort of silly, but yeah, have it on in the background. Yeah. Oh, and I, I will give this movie um, an album mention for a Whoopi Goldberg's character. <laughs> beating the shit out of that white woman <laughs> oh I, okay that was the highlight of the movie because like it was when he was questioning this white woman she's like this like rich uppity you know that just disrespected like and then slaps okay it's like this is in the heat of the night moment right so she like slaps Whoopi Whoopi slaps back but then the white woman punches <laughs> <laughs> when we go over, like drop kicks out the window. I mean, like, yeah, of course it was absurd, but I, I was like, yes, like, yeah, beat down these Karens. They deserve it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another one. It's another, like, kind of, this is ridiculous, but I'm for this scene at the same time. Um, so, you guys have it. Uh, Fatal Beauty. Uh, what is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon uh, because Amazon suggested it to me after watching The Lifeguard. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Plus, Sam Elliott, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, you'll be disappointed because he's not in uh, Trunks in Joe Jack Flash, but, you know, is it yeah. Sam Elliott? So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, y'all can definitely skip uh, The Lifeguard unless you want to see half naked Sam Elliott in, in his, like, Late twenties, early thirties. Um, Was it Baywatch slow motion type runs? No, uh, uh-uh, but it's definitely like him lounging on the beach, half naked. <laughs> cool. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, it, obviously, my algorithm on all of my streamings are totally messed up because it just recommends crazy shit to me. Yeah, they can't, they can't figure out. They can't figure out. That's that's good. Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, guys. We'll see you next week with another review. Until then, once everyone's safe, let's go this thing and... Keep wearing those masks and get your shots. Yes. Thank you.